This is as groovy as it gets. Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah vs. Donald 2020 is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and a production of EI Alliance, copyright 2019. America is courtesy of new threads off their new album, Polonius Wilma. Hi, this is Julie and I'm here with Susan. Oprah vs. Trump podcast. We talk about a lot of how Donald Trump is in uncertainty and how he's kind of a master of, of being in that situation. And, and I'm not going to go on and on about it. You could go and find those podcasts because they're really good and they're interesting. I started to say to Susan that we work really hard understanding how we live and how to experience things and who we are and how we're being and all those other phrases in uncertainty. And there's a lot of uncertainty that occurs that goes on. And what I'm starting to notice is that, and I've noticed this way before, but I haven't put it into words, is that there's so much uncertainty in it. Yet my focus was that, you know, here we are really working hard trying to be comfortable with uncertainty because really change is everywhere and so basically everything is uncertain so we're really working hard trying to be comfortable with uncertainty and what happens is that people find certainty through us being comfortable in our uncertainty and I'm not sure what that means and I think other people out there are probably experiencing the same thing and I know around this time period there's a lot of planetary you know there's always planetary stuff going on and there's always you know different motions of planets and retrogrades and you know suns and moons and you know I'm kind of talking like that although I am very interested in it. and I'm not interested in being specific and giving a course yet really thinking about it if if you're trying to kind of hop into the space of uncertainty and there have been you know professional business people and and scientists and social researchers who have found that a lot of entrepreneurs that are successful like Steve Jobs and Trump and other entrepreneurs are just very comfortable in uncertainty and they actually strive for uncertainty and one of the game changers is that if you can really live work and be in uncertainty and keep moving with it there's something in that energy and I think we found an element of that in what we kind of expose ourselves to yet I find it interesting that kind of a side effect of that is that you can become and I guess if you look at people like you know Steve Jobs life Trump and other entrepreneurs lives who have found success in uncertainty that there's a lot of people around them that find certainty in their uncertainty and I would think that's like too much of an anchor to you moving well the other funny thing is that we've talked in those podcasts that you know the universe and energy and science has proven that it goes we, we go from chaos to order back to chaos, mm. back to order. And that is going to occur if we do nothing. If we just sit here, it's going to go back and forth. And sometimes the knowledge and, and being certain that the, the order is going to follow, even if you do nothing, the order will follow. It can bring you a little bit more stability, you know, in, in treading that those waters of uncertainty. 
and like you said, in using, and you know, of course I use the metaphor of water because you used an anchor. Mm. And the truth is, is that when you're, you know, even on, you know, you think of an anchor of a boat, when you're in the middle of the ocean, you put that anchor down to just that one, just to hold you so you don't completely go crazy. Right. But you still are riding the waves and you're still being pushed around. And, and you know, and, and it's true. Some people will look for that one person. And it's usually, it can be, you know, and we didn't know Steve Jobs, Trump, Bill Gates, or any of these other entrepreneurs that supposedly thrive in uncertainty. But we do know ourselves. And, and the people that you're talking about, you can certainly use it in the entrepreneurial yeah. um, sense, but also people who can seem to somehow kind of go with the pun, you know, go with the, go with the flow a little bit better. And... And, and whatever it is that they can work on, people will tend to grab on because people don't like, they don't like uncertainty. And so it's interesting what you're saying. It's an interesting concept that they latch on, but it makes perfect sense at the same time. Well, a fascinating thing about it is if, you know, sure, we know that chaos moves to order and then it goes back to chaos again. And yet think about it because most people like to stay in order. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I write and I do projects, I know there's a transition that occurs and I go and I order everything and I, okay, this is what I'm working on and this goes into here and this and then something new comes in and then all this chaotic stuff comes in and then I have to move it to order. Yet, I shouldn't be surprised. I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of relax into the space and we were talking before in another podcast mm -hmm. about authenticity. I kind of relax into the space of understanding that, okay, you know, now I'm going to do some order because that was all chaotic. And it's really almost your mindset of how you see it. Because the funny part is, so then tell me which is certainty and which is uncertainty. Because chaos can actually be certainty, mm -hmm. yet people would see it as uncertainty. Because, oh my God, everything's all over the place. But that's the natural, you know, it moves to chaos to order. Order would be certainty. But actually, wouldn't you kind of think that order would be uncertainty? Because, holy crap, it's going to move right into chaos. Or I would look at it as when chaos is occurring, this is what I say to myself, when I am in the middle of chaos, I go to the spot where, oh my gosh, anything is possible. The universe has ultimate, it's the easiest way for things to work out because it's so chaotic mm -hmm. as opposed to if everything is so copacetic and every, mm -hmm. it, it's how do you get, you know, to change, to, to, to grow and expand and new things to occur because everything is so set and, and so ordered. Well, you haven't you said the word. It's so funny. You haven't said the word because... Certain. Well, certain because if order gives you a false illusion of control. Right. A complete false right. illusion of control. And we really, you know, I mean, wouldn't that be funny? We actually control chaos. I mean, it's like there, there is, the, I mean, it washes out. It's mm. like a mathematical problem. You subtract it from both sides. And so I, I think, it, it, you know, it's interesting because you can talk about it. And, and I always say that when it's in the, I feel... I mean, this is a feeling, and it's not a happy, sad, you know, it's a sense of that when things are quiet, in my world, mm. there is a, I was going to use a bad word, a ton of <laughs> chaos that's in the energy, that's ramping up and ramping up and ramping up, and the manifestation on the physical plane hasn't, hasn't caught up with it. I'm, and, and, you know, no one can prove that or disprove it, and, and that's not my goal. 
But it's interesting because then when things are chaotic here in, in my outside world, in the physical plane, I know energy-wise, it's probably, okay, we got everything kind of organized now, we're ramping up, we're ramping up. And it's almost like it's an inverted relationship between the physical plane and the energetic plane in terms of chaos in order. No, I mean, you can't, you know, you, I can't sit here and say I'm right, but sometimes <laughs> I get that sense. And if I think about that, well, I may see chaos, but there really is order at the same time. It's on, a, in, on, it's on the energetic plane. And so then why wouldn't somebody be attracted? Because if you're seeing chaos and you're in uncertainty, they would be attracted to because there's also order. Yeah. And yet, as all time being relative, that period is just time constructed for us to have sort our experiences here as humans so it's really all occurring at once right so it's interesting because what do you do with this and you're right because you know and i don't mean do is to do the do you know it's not a mountain dew thing but because we we're clear about that now the do is a whole there's a different meaning to that verb yeah there's so i'm going to go here i'm going to go personal and and to a degree because then there's a whole set of circumstances because as you travel in your life whether you leave the environment that you're in or not you're a beacon of a certain uncertainty so in being a beacon of a certain uncertainty I mean, what happens is, you know, people are kind of attracted to the uncertainty because it's like, wow, okay, yeah, we always deal with uncertainty, but... Well, because the uncertainty is also the, like, ooh, what are they doing? Oh, my gosh, what are they doing? Because we are certain in the uncertainty, but you look like you're doing something different than everybody else. Right, because it balances itself mm-hmm. out. And then what occurs is there's a, a, a almost false sense of security in that balancing because you know you or I are doing the balancing yet someone else is getting the benefit Mm -hmm. of the balancing that's around you and that's where I was gonna go next so when I say what do you do with that because exactly what you said and you gotta wonder (laughs) you gotta wonder of the purpose of that you know and so you know what visual came into my head which is you always say you're a Libra Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And Libra is all about balance, but, to a degree. But to that, a degree, because it's the scale, and I know it's you see both sides and everything. It's a balancing. But that balance is for me. Okay, it's not for me to start doling out. So I create the environment and the space for that. I mean, whoever's around me, that you know, I'm not going to be in a 24/7 situation if it's not going to benefit. You know, it's not going to be healthy for me. Yet, because I create the space and the environment for it, and, you know, I'll push it out here to say that we create that space and environment in these podcasts. Right. I mean, you can, you're, you know, you're welcome to go and, and share and explore and, and be a part and propel and, you know, comment to us and, you know, get our books and materials on, on Amazon and enjoy. We have four different series, and it's really funny to me because you know other people are doing and who cares other people because they don't go to other people but the energy is just focusing on one okay yeah i'm doing a podcast show we do four we do four well, and because we get bored with one we have to keep we keep reading well and then we have to talk about that and go further well it's four in different energies and i agree we keep reading we keep you know and and we're actually having multiverses of chaos and order in each one of them and so we're doing kind of our own little thing there. And when you were talking earlier, the visual I got is like, 
a ringleader in a circus almost. Yet you decide, I mean, you're, you have to maintain, I mean, all the, the, the animals and the events and what's going on and the presentation of the audience and depending on what it is. If but that's you're not, what you're choosing Exactly, to do. if that's what you're choosing to mm-hmm. do, if that's what your job is and who you are and that's what you want to do. Yet, that's not a 24-7 thing. If you're doing it for yourself... And so when you take into the total aspect of, you know, self-care and when you're doing it for yourself. Hey, Susan, do you remember when Trump meant you throwing down one of those special cards in the oh, game of yeah. whist? Yeah, I do. <laughs> now it takes on a whole new meaning, huh? It does. And so in our Trump book that we wrote, How Trump Wins, we really look at the cool aspect of the energy, all personalities aside. Mm-hmm. And that's something that nobody else does. But we did, and it's actually kind of interesting. It is, and it's out there. Hey, it's Julie here, and we have to do this interruption really quick because we only have a couple of seconds because we're interrupting some good content, wouldn't you say? I'd say. And what are we interrupting for? That was too long of a gasp. We're interrupting to say we have ebooks, books, and podcasts galore. I mean, that's another, I mean, that's another whole question is, when you have a gift, I'm using the words, I'm using the vocabulary I think people can relate to. Mm-hmm. Because if when you have a gift, a skill set that you know you've you believe you've been endowed with, of course you want to bring it out to the world and you want to use it and have fun with it and play with it and experiment with it and challenge yourself and do all those things. But when it becomes someone else deciding for you what that skill should how that skill should be used well that changes it if I want if I can sing which I can't so (laughs) you know I always say that but you know if I can sing and I want to go out and I want to challenge my vocal cords to singing soprano alto singing doing rap doing you know all these different things that's my choice that's my and if I want to push and challenge and that's wonderful but if now I go and you know you get a recording contract and now you're required you have to do this and you know sometimes you got to look at that and start saying you know what do I do with this where do I want to go with this mm. And I, I think sometimes that's where I think it gets the gray line is those those lines kind of get crossed as to when you, you when you have a again a gift and you bring it out into the world and you want to enjoy it and, and like I said challenge yourself but then it becomes your job that that's a, like a whole well now wait a minute what do, what do I do with this how do I right. because we've been doing this so, I mean we're talking about a podcast now but we've gone into business we've done things where we've balanced right yeah. and we've brought. Uh, you know, certainty mm-hmm. to the uncertain piece of it, and right. even if I mean, business and people is don't know what certain. it is that right. we're doing, right? And we're doing that. Right. Well, you know, and then you get paid really well. And sometimes, I, as we've had, we walk away like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this is really not what I'm supposed to be doing with this. Mm-hmm. Especially when the practices aren't always as forthright as you would like. And and it's interesting you bring this up because I think it relates a lot to our energetic invocations book. And we have mm-hmm. a lot of sections in there that go around the basic practices of when you have a gift and how you look at it and how you look at compensation and how you look at currency and how you look at, you know, who you are and how you're being and, and it's in the 
in our I, energetic invocations process this series and it's in our energetic invocations a book of vibrational change and you know that's a starting point and now so go a little further because you know really you need to have all those resources under your belt and and how to how you how you're being and how you can continue to be and because when someone turns around and kind of manipulates your own being well, for their own purposes know, I have to bring this up because we are both women as everybody knows we talk about it but I and I've said this before it, I think guys do it in a better way they do what they want they get what they want they don't get caught up and being women mm. we tend to have that feeling of we need to give more we need to take care I mean we're caregivers we're you know even from having a child we're the ones that carry it we carry the babies in our you know in our beings and we feed them and we give birth to them and we do all of this and I think those lines once again get, get blurred mm. and you know sometimes I just think when you think about it and, and I and this is I'm not trying to say it's just women that have you know I think these issues I think there are men that do as well that are very again intuitive when you're very sensitive and you're intuitive those lines get blurred a lot I mean unless you're literally like okay I'm a psychic and you got to pay me for a psychic reading which is fine but if that's not what you choose to do with that ability mm. then you know it's it's like okay now we're doing a new thing and I gotta tell you I don't think the psychics have it down in terms of no. you know even or healers own, or anything. oh no. god no but and you know you you went into the space again of you know here's people that are in uncertain completely uncertain environments mm. that can fix everything and so they become other people's certainty right. You remember that old song that Tom Petty sang? Which the, old song? The waiting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Well, he was so right about that. The waiting is the hardest part. The coolest thing about all the stuff we've written, you can get it as an ebook right now, right live now. on Amazon. And you know what they say, there's no time like the present. So what are we doing here, Susan? Oh, we're doing commercials. That's right, we're doing ads. But what are we selling? I don't know, what are we selling, Danny? I don't know, what are you selling? Everybody's selling something. Aren't we selling something? I don't know, my father used to ask me all the time, what the heck are you selling? <laughs> so, I can imagine why, but let's get back to focus on what we're talking about here. We're talking about content. Content and energy. <laughs> So many to choose from. Enjoy. And if you like the energy of this ad, hello, come along with us. Four podcasts, tons of books, tons of ebooks. Susan, what? This Kabbalion podcast is great, but it's kind of sort of like we're in a class. I know. So how can you learn more if you're in a class and you're kind well, of listening guess, along? Well, the only way that you know what you're getting is to be tested. Or sometimes the way a question is asked, you might be surprised at what you think the answer is, but then, hmm, actually. Ah, so it has to be a fun test well, in it the has energy. To, it has to be a test that makes you think. It's mm. not a rote A equals B equals C, and that's it. You memorize. So, any suggestions? Yeah, actually, I found a book, a quiz on the Kabbalion. It's like trivia, but better. Ooh. And it's an ebook. Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon, and you could get it for like practically nothing. I'm going to get it now. I love it. And so, in uncertain environments where other people, you know, where they become other people's certainty, you know, how, how do you fend with that? And you know, 
I, that's the book that I wrote, the Mom's Kitchen Table. What do you know? Mm -hmm. I don't even remember the full time Mom's Kitchen Table. It was uh, our voice series and talked exactly about this about women getting to that point where they've had children and they're getting older and like, what do I want to do? Because you have a different sense of the world mm -hmm. and you have a different, and it's like, you know, and the answer to that, everyone has an answer, and I'm not saying mine, you know, but it was like, oh my gosh, what makes you feel alive? And then, and that's a start. And then bringing that into something because women tend to move into the fixer. I can fix anything. I can take care of the caregiver. And there's nothing wrong with if that's what you love to do and you love it. But if you're not loving it and you feel burdened and you feel overwhelmed and you sometimes that's a sign that there's something else I'm supposed to be doing. And that's right. what I've said so many different times in my life. There's something else I'm supposed to be doing. And I think a huge element of that goes into the understanding that you're creating an immensity of certainty because you're able to exist in uncertainty. And you mm -hmm. actually have a really cool skill. You actually have a really cool gift. Mm -hmm. And it's... I mean, I don't it's, think people look at it that way. Right, and it's fascinating because... And no one's you, put it that way. That's right. a beautiful way of saying it. Because people just think, oh, I, you know, what do you do? Oh, I just am taking care of this. I'm doing this. And, and yes, that is a benefit of it. But that's mm -hmm. not what you're doing. It's always, that's like the limitation. Right. Like, oh, I'm just taking... Yeah, that's the side effect. That's the side dish. Right. You're missing the meat and the potatoes. Right. So if you are a certainty creator because you can deal with uncertainty you have to know that that's huge mm. yet you also have to know that you know it's okay to to you know, that it's a gift for yourself as well to use it for yourself yeah. and so if you create it's, it's kind of like creating all these experiences where you get all this free stuff and then everyone comes and says hey i want some of that free stuff and if you're mm. willing to give it away and it's okay and you don't need the free stuff and you could care less about the free stuff that doesn't hurt you yet if you're trapped, because now it's like they want all the free stuff, it's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not it's flinging out <laughs> certainty pizzas here. You know, mm -hmm. it's like I'm I'm learning how to deal with uncertainty, and I'm getting better and better and better because it's a part of a, you know, it's a clouded part of who we are. And I don't think anyone has put it that way. People call themselves healers, mm -hmm. caregivers. I mean, the list goes on and on, but if you think about it in those terms, that, I mean, that actually answers a huge amount of questions in terms of, you know, I do acupuncture, Reiki, the healing, what is it? We're just being very certain as mm -hmm. to what we want, what we see, how we want to work with the energy, and actually the energy supports it because the energy is going to do it anyways. It's going to go from certainty to uncertainty. It's going to do it. We're simply, we're not going in and telling the energy do it. We're getting everybody in alignment with the energy to move with it because we're not changing it. When you are certain in uncertainty, you're not changing it. Look. You're simply bringing the awareness of what's occurring, and you can. It's like riding the wave. You can ride the wave right. and get the benefit of it instead of, you know, fighting against it. So it's the, the same analogy of when we talked about so what and is that so? Mm -hmm. Because really, to know that you are, you know, I don't want to use this word. I'm thinking you're, you know, a professional. I don't want to say expert. 
because then you become, oh, you're a guru. Because you know I'm going to yell at you. Right, because you're you're the expert. You're going to be a guru in uncertainty now. All right, here's the certification class. No, thank you. I mean, that goes to the humorousness of our Endra book. You know, let me get certified. What is it? I'm a grand poobah in uncertainty. No. I'm an uncertainty, certainty facilitator. There you go. There you go. I don't even want to know the abbreviation of that. (laughs) So the deal is knowing chaos moves to order and knowing you're doing some cool stuff being in uncertainty and listen to our stuff on it because you got to look at you know what donald trump is doing in persuasion i mean he's right there in front of our face all the time tweeting he's the biggest example of what he's doing in uncertainty hey you're gonna be on the the border can i come over for a handshake it's like what and then look what it looks like. Look at what it looks mm. like. It goes right into it. And people say, wow, there was like a, you got a certainty to that. But that's the outside. So when you stay in the uncertainty, there's a real power to knowing that. But that's for yourself. Right. And then the people part. Because, you know, I go to the energy all the time. And the energy, of course, is in the chaos and uncertainty. And yeah, yeah. It's interesting, I have to say. And we should do it because, I mean, we don't know the backstory, but... It appears as though Trump kind of knocked on his back door. Hi, I'm here. You know, like, oh, geez, geez, let me, you know, you got me with my pants down, you know? It's interesting because I don't think Kim Jong-un is a, as an uncertainty person by any stretch. Because mm-hmm. everything has to be just so for him. Again, it would seem because of how he rules and he wants to make sure everybody has things just the way and this has got to be. Mm-hmm. And what does Trump do? Hi, I'm going to be by in an hour. What? What? How are we? Kind of interesting. Well, supposedly the gist of it was that all the advisors and everybody else was in chaos. Because, oh my God, this is, you know, unheard of. And yet, really? I mean, you know, there's another thing, too. I mean, how much more can you be surprised at (laughs) by Donald Trump? I mean, he's really, if he's, and there's another thing. So take that to yourself. If you're being, you know, pretty fluid in uncertainty, and you fix things, and you're out there, and you're, I got it, and I'm moving, and I'm going, and, I, and sometimes you got your downtime, and you need to take mm. a chill pill, you need to whatever, have a glass of wine, a beer, you know, and politics, but anyway, and you know, you're enjoying relaxing into that space, you know, there's a difference, and what if that's what, you know, we're all kind of transitioning to? Not that I well, want to create a, a nice, spell, not that I want to create would, a spell be, there. It would be an interesting aspect for women to recognize that and move with that because that's an empowering space that's not the oh i gotta do that i gotta take if you move in that within that empowering space that's the game changer that the women that women are looking for mm-hmm. going out and marching and wah 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 you know i mean as we can see I mean, we're talking about Roe v. Wade is becoming an issue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello? Uh-huh. And, you know, Alabama just, I mean, I'm not going to go into that, except to say that here we are, and these are becoming the issues after we make a big, we're going to go out there and we're going to march and whatever, and Kavanaugh goes in, and, you know, now Roe v. Wade is becoming a, an issue that people are concerned about, and women are asking, do we need to be concerned? Are we afraid? And it's, if we can take, the, and that is a, in a direct example of when you move from a, a powerless position, which is what we did, 
And I'm saying we as women with these marches and these wines and all this other BS, that's what occurs. When you move from a place of empowerment, then watch what happens. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts along with our Donald Trump and Oprah books for this series. Find great music by New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, and on newthreads.us.